Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord, for he is our God. Come, let us worship the Lord, for he is our God. Come, let us sing to the Lord and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship the Lord, for he is our God. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship the Lord, for he is our God. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship the Lord, for he is our God. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not go stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness when at Meribah and Massa. They challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship the Lord, for he is our God. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, They are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways, so I swore in my anger they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship the Lord, for he is our God. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord, for he is our God. Eternal Father, through your word, you gave new life to Adam's race. Transform them into sons of light, new creatures by your saving grace. To you who stooped to sinful men, we render homage and all praise. To Father, Son, and Spirit blessed, whose gift to man is endless days. The word of the Lord is a strong shield for all who put their trust in him. As for God, his ways are perfect, the word of the Lord purest gold. He, indeed, is the shield of all who make him their refuge. For who is God but the Lord? Who is the rock but our God? The God who girds me with strength and makes the path safe before me. My feet, you are made swift as a deer's. You have made me stand firm on the heights. You have trained my hands for battle and my arms to bend the heavy bow. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. The word of the Lord is a strong shield for all who put their trust in him. Your strong right hand has upheld me, Lord. You give me your saving shield. You upheld me, trained me with care. You give me freedom for my steps. My feet have never slipped. I pursued and overtook my foes, never turning back till they were slain. I smote them so they could not rise. They fell beneath my feet. You girded me with strength for battle. You made my enemies fall beneath me. You made my foes take flight. Those who hated me I destroyed. They cried, but they were, but there was no one to save them. They cried to the Lord, but in vain. 
I crushed them fine as dust before the wind, trod them down like dirt in the street. You saved me from the feuds of the people and put me at the head of nations. People unknown to me serve me, for when they heard of me, they obeyed me. Foreign nations come to me cringing. Foreign nations faded away. They came trembling out of their strongholds. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Your strong right hand has upheld me, Lord. May the living God, my Savior, be praised forever. Long life to the Lord, my rock. Praised be the God who saves me, the God who gives me redress and subdues people under me. You save me from my furious foes. You set me above my assailants. You save me from violent men. So I will praise you, Lord, among the nations. I will sing a psalm to your name. He has given great victories to his king and shown his love for his anointed, for David and his sons forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Lord God, our strength and salvation, put in us the flame of your love and make our love for you grow to a perfect love which reaches our neighbor. May the living God, my Savior, be praised forever. Open my eyes, Lord, that I may see the wonders of your law. A reading from the book of Esther. On the third day, Esther put on her royal garments and stood in the inner courtyard, looking toward the royal palace, while the king was seated on his royal throne in the audience chamber, facing the palace doorway. He saw Queen Esther standing in the courtyard and made her welcome by extending toward her the golden staff which he held. She came up to him and touched the top of the staff. Then the king said to her, What is it, Queen Esther? What is your request? Even if it is half of my kingdom, it shall be granted to you. If it please your majesty, Esther replied, Come today with Haman to a banquet I have prepared. And the king ordered, Have Haman make haste to fulfill the wish of Esther. So the king and Haman went to the banquet of Queen Esther. Again, on this second day, during the drinking of wine, the king said to Esther, Whatever you ask, Queen Esther, shall be granted you. Whatever request you shall make shall be honored, even for half the kingdom. Queen Esther replied, If I have found favor with you, O king, and if it pleases your majesty, I ask that my life be spared, and I beg you, that you spare the lives of my people. For my people and I have been delivered to destruction, slaughter, and extinction. If we were to be sold into slavery, I would remain silent. But as it is, the enemy will be unable to compensate for the harm done to the king. Who and where, said King Azarius to Queen Esther, is the man who has dared to do this? Esther replied, The enemy oppressing us is the wicked Haman. 
At this, Haman was seized with dread of the king and queen. The king left the banquet in anger and went into the garden palace. But Haman stayed to beg Queen Esther for his life, since he saw that the king had decided on his doom. When the king returned from the garden palace to the banquet hall, Haman had thrown himself on the couch on which Esther was reclining. And the king exclaimed, Will he also violate the queen while she is with me in my own house? Scarcely the king had spoken this when the face of Haman was covered over. Harbona, one of the eunuchs who attended the king, said, At the house of Haman stands a gibbet fifty cubits high. Haman prepared it for Mordecai, who gave the report that benefited the king. The king answered, Hang him on it. So they hanged Haman on the gibbet, which he had made ready for Mordecai, and the anger of the king abated. The Word of the Lord. Israel cried out to the Lord, and the Lord saved his people. He delivered him from all evil and worked great wonders among the nations. Proclaim this with shouts of joy. The Lord has redeemed his servant Jacob. He delivered him from all evil and worked great wonders among the nations. From a letter to Proba by St. Augustine, Bishop. You may still want to ask why the Apostle said, We do not know what is rightful to pray for, because surely we cannot believe that either he or those to whom he wrote did not know the Lord's Prayer. He showed that he himself shared this uncertainty. Did he know what is right to pray for when he was given the thorn in the flesh? that angel of Satan to bruise him, so that he might not be puffed up by the greatness of what was revealed to him? Three times he asked the Lord to take it away from him, which showed that he did not know what he should ask for in prayer. At last he heard the Lord's answer explaining why prayer of so great a man was not answered, and why it was not expedient for it to be granted. My grace is sufficient for you, for power shines forth more perfectly in weakness. In the kind of affliction, then, which we can either uh, be brought good or ill, we do not know what, it, what is right to pray for. Yet, because it is difficult, troublesome, and against the grain for us, weak as we are, we do what every human being would do. We pray that it may be taken away from us. We owe, however, at least this much in our duty to God. If he does not take it away, we must not imagine that we are forgotten by him. But because of our loving endurance of such evil, we must wait for greater blessings in its place. In this way, power shines forth more perfectly in weakness. These words were written to prevent us from having too great an opinion of ourselves if our prayer is granted. When we are impatient in asking for something, 
that it would be better for us not to receive and prevent us from being dejected and distrustful of God's mercy towards us because if our prayer is not granted, when we ask for something that would bring us a greater affliction or complete ruin through the corrupting influence of our prosperity in gaining answer to prayer. It is for these cases that we do not know what is right to ask for in prayer. Therefore, if something happens that we did not pray for, we must have no doubt at all that what God wants is more expedient than what we wanted for ourselves. Our great mediator gave us this example. For after he had said, Father, if it is possible, let this cup be taken away from me, he immediately added, Yet not what I will, but what you will, Father. So transforming the human will that was his through his taking of human nature. As a consequence, and rightly so, through the obedience of one man, many were made righteous. Asked, and it shall be given to you. For whoever asked, receives. Whoever seeks, shall find. Whoever knocks, the door will be opened to them. The Lord is near to all who call upon him in truth. Whoever asked will receive. Whoever seeks will find. Whoever knocks, the door will be opened to him. Let us pray. Almighty and ever-living God, our source of power and inspiration, give us strength and joy in serving you as followers of Christ, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Let us praise the Lord and give him thanks.